Hi pals, this has now been rebranded as the Mobile Mentor Podcast, so bear with us through the brand mind body old branding, all content is just as valuable. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Brand Mind Body Podcast. I'm Alex Blanks. Feed your mind and body right to make yourself into a better brand. Everything is a brand nowadays, even people. What we do, what we say, the choices we make and how we behave, and these shape how we progress through life. So it's time to do some work internally and make ourselves into personal brands we're super proud of. Happy listening! Merry Christmas, everyone. It's the 25th in 2018. I thought it'd be a really good idea to use Christmas as a springboard for opening some really cool discussions about um, being human, I guess, um, because Christmas is such an important time of the year for many for different reasons. And it's not always called Christmas, but I think it is that time in the year where you should reflect or people do reflect and it brings up things from the past year and allows us to look forward into the new year with what we've learned and also why the actual time of Christmas um, is really important for family, for love, for your own personal development um, and what we can learn about it. Um, So I thought it'd be a really good opportunity to open up this discussion with my family members to get their two cents on it um, and see how they really learn from Christmas every year, how it's changed from a generational standpoint um, and also from a personal standpoint. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It is quite unscripted, it's just us in a house, so it's a little window into our own Christmas down in Sussex with four normal human beings. Have a good one anyway, lots of love. Hi everyone, it's Christmas Day in the Gold Blankson household and I thought it would be cool to do an ad-lib off-the-cuff podcast episode, woohoo! So um, um, it's not going to be that scripted, it's just going to be four of us in a room slightly cooking Christmas dinner, slightly listening to me <laughs> and people boozing and snacking so you can hear all the ambience of our Christmas. But um, I'm going to get these guys to go around the room and briefly introduce themselves in as little or as much details that they'd like, but mainly just like a cool fact about themselves, main nickname or just anything they want to say about themselves. But okay, I'm Alex, you know me, I'm 27, just got back from travelling and currently in uh, Sussex enjoying the winter. Um, yeah, currently unemployed also, but going to relocate to Canada. That's about, that's about it for me. Olivia? Hi, Carly, Christmas food. Um, Alex's younger sister. So people think we're the same age. Don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm employed by myself. Got a kitten. That's life. Okay, cool. Great. And you're how 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 many years of age? Twenty four, I think. Okay, just about. Hello. Oh, this is uh, <laughs> Dave. All right. <laughs> Dad Dave, you could call me. Yeah. Anyway, apologies for all the noise going on because we're cooking at this very moment in time. Um, just the only male in this household, so it's pretty scary for me. Lots of ladies, all good fun. Um, but anyway, I'm sure we'll talk more later. Cool. Next. I'm the mother of the household. Woo! Linda Gold, Nee Blankson, Nee Wilkinson. Oh, she's going on the backstory. I was born. I'm currently struggling with stuffing and pigs in blankets, and we're eating and snacking, and yeah, Christmas with my fam. What more can I ask for? Cool. Okay. Great. Thanks, guys. I'm going to now start the question time. Continue. Continue. Um, overly loudly piercing those. Sasha's definitely not going to introduce herself. 
Okay, so we have a newborn kitten here called Sasha. She's probably in a few of our Insta stories. Um, check us out at LivBlankson at A underscore Blanks if you want to see kitten updates. At, no, at Scottish Fold Sasha. At, Sc at Scottish Fold Sasha is her Insta handle because obviously her mum has made her a uh, little account. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, her mum. Oh. You, Liv Blankson. Anyway, okay. So today we're going to chat about Christmas and unpick why it's so magic or not from different families, family members' perspective. Um, and I feel like we're all pretty unique in our viewpoints to have this discussion, so I thought it'd be good to get you all in a room. Well, we are in, all in a room. And um, we're here on Christmas 2018, and Liv's due to move to London in her new flat in 2019, so mum and Dave can... Maybe not, but probably... Um, so mum and Dave can reclaim their peace in their household and I'm probably going to jail so um, it'd be nice to get us all here and have a chat so question one what does Christmas mean to you I'm going to put this I'm going to throw this out to Liv what does it mean I mean for me you know involves family love laughter and alcohol love laughter and alcohol <laughs> that's a succinct roundup I like it thank you Mum, what does Christmas mean to you? It doesn't mean that the same as it used to. It means being together with my family. That's really it. Spending loads of money, uh, <laughs> and eating, drinking, and be existing in the same space. Um, but absolutely love having my family around me. It's just a shame that the spirit of Christmas isn't what it used to be. It's all consumer led at the moment what's different about the past christmas to these because christmas people days? were satisfied with little very little and it was all about the family but nowadays don't you think you're fueling that because you're yeah. by, you're yeah, guilty guilty as charged you yeah absolutely you guilty just get a tangerine and a bag of nuts no, no, you just, you to do it. no, no, no. yeah because it's that's the, the society now i'm part it's of it i'm guilty but it's your personal choice you don't have to do it Basically, your definition of Christmas would be absolutely scrapped if mum did that no, to you. <laughs> no, 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 it would not be crap. Because no, I said it'd be scrapped for Louia because she doesn't have tangerine oh, or not. I thought you said crap. No, I love having the family around. You know I do. And um, I just, a I just compare it to uh, when, when we were younger and things were just so much simpler. Everything was so much simpler. I think everything was simpler in everyday simpler. life. Yeah, I think that's was. nowadays like everything's a lot more like extra. And so Christmas when your kids are little is magical no matter what because they're happy with like what the cat a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. What Sasha like a water fountain, a new like furry tunnel, like catnip treats galore, like a stocking, and she literally went for wrapping paper she and loves boxes. Her fountain. Yeah, the fountain actually got her going. But I do, I do think because we are not re a religious family, as in churchy family as well. If we were. And we went to the masses and various carol things. We might get a little bit more back of what it used to be like, but because we yeah. don't go to church, we're not a because we're not a church like family. family. Yeah. The sense of community, I think. There's that like you you feel like there's that like consistency with maybe religion if you do go. Yeah, I mean having a, having a faith is fantastic if you if you really follow your faith and you know why shouldn't you have something to believe in? I've just not gone that route. I just believe in treating everybody with love and kindness. That's my religion. Dave, what does Christmas mean to you before we go into backstories? Back well, apart from the stress. Apart from the stress. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas is an amazing time hmm. because it's quite interesting what Mum said earlier about the kids and it's more magical. 
Um, I don't totally agree with that. I believe that no matter how, how old the kids are, when they return home, they become 11 again. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I literally feel like I can't do anything myself. And I'm like, yay, parents can do it. Yeah. <laughs> your, brain, your brain becomes disconnected. It's great fun. And instead of going to a pantomime, we go to a bar. But it's, it's yeah, as simple as that. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> but yesterday, we went for Christmas Eve. It's our tradition to go out Christmas Eve as a family to get a bit, a bit raucous and eat a lot and drink a lot. We went to Hayward's Heath as our new spot. Second Christmas in this house, yeah? Yeah. Second Christmas, how was he? And it was very pleasant, very pleasant. So, yeah, that's all one of our traditions. Yeah. But it's kind of actually say as well, I mean, Christmas, because everybody works such a long way away and apart from each other, it's a perfect time to reconnect. And if you just use it for that, it's a great time. I know, would agree. Because you can't get together. I would say for me, Christmas is about connection mm-hmm. and um, that sense of like comfort. There's a big comfort, like someone's literally wrapped you in this like invisible blanket and you just feel like cocooned mm-hmm. for three days and everything is safe. And content. Yeah. Yeah. Three days. Four months in some cases. Uh, you had me. You didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> you offered, I took it out. <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth by the way, Tom. Liv's like, my presence is a gift. <laughs> well, that's what Liv's always said. Take it, milk it, but you're offered, take it. <laughs> okay, thanks. That was the first one. Right. Um, what's the next one? All right, this is probably, you've covered this, but single worst thing about Christmas time, Olivia. Um, Brussels sprouts. Fair. <laughs> that is fair, to be honest. That's like a marmite of life, isn't it? Like, love or hate love it. Love or hate it. Dave, single worst thing. I think you might have to come back with me on that one. I'm going to have to think. Okay. Give me some time. Single worst thing. I, I bet I know what it is for you. Do you know, um... My children leaving me afterwards. I would say probably cooking timing. The cooking, the, <laughs> the cooking of the cooking of a roast when everything is different timing. But no, you get the stress. I don't know. Just making sure that everybody's happy as a, as a mom. You just make sure that everybody's happy, or you try to. You, do that anyway. you always get something wrong. But yeah, I know. I know moms do that anyway. But um, yeah, it, it's a little bit stressy. It is a little bit stressy. Yeah, I suppose if you were, yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's lovely, but there's stress involved. I mean, you know, I've seen. People putting on their Instagrams and things going all over now, looking forward to having a simple Christmas. Shopping's done, Christmas dinner's going to be easy. But yeah, I don't know, it's not, I, I don't know really. It's yeah. hard. It, there is a, a certain amount of stress involved. Because you want everybody to be happy. Yeah. You want everybody stress. to feel it. And you, you try not to let people feel any negative emotions. Yeah, but, but you it can't, creeps you in. can't. Like, no, you can't. No, you can't. Oh, no, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not being able to lay in bed and just completely clear your mind and sleep. And so, I'm still waiting right for my... Though. You can do that every other day of the year. I'm still, waiting <laughs> for my, I'm still waiting for my breakfast in bed from the two girls. Ooh. Swiftly <laughs> moving on. Do you have an answer yet or shall I... No, I've got bad things. Think? I think they're just sort of light things, really, about pubs closed on a Sunday sort of thing. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, I would agree. It's, it's, it's right in the the whole schedule of football gets mucked up as well. And there's, too, there's too many games on. There's no horse racing, you know, so there's, yeah, there's no horse racing. Boxing Day there's horse racing, it's not on Christmas Day. Maybe. Yeah. But no, no, it's, it's, it's a great time. I, I think there's lots of bits and pieces that aggravate and it depends where our mind is at that moment in time. But yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's got to be a fun time. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to give it up. So really. I wouldn't. I like all the ups and downs with it, even if I am like in a mood. I'm still like, it's still nice. Alex in a mood. Alex in a mood. Never. Never. Hey, guys. Hey, you're so nice hey, to me. Hey, listeners, she's never in a mood. Hey. 
Oh, volatile <laughs> AF. I'll own that. I'll own that. I'll own that. Um, okay, this one's more a broader thought on Christmas rather than more personal takes. But what do you think the UK's perception or thoughts on Christmas is uh, at present? Or Christmas are at present? Well, our country's in a state of mess, so... Absolutely. Don't think it's been the best Christmas for everyone overall. Um, But then at the same time, it is a time where they can almost push all the discombobulation aside and focus on what's important. And that is their families and their friends and having a good time. Not taking it all so seriously. Yeah, I find that. Because there's a big serious tone actually every day in the UK. You feel like you go out and you're like, everything's so serious. So Christmas is a tiny bit lighter. Yeah. Quite, I think. Just gives you time to unwind a little bit. So I think it's important. It was necessary. It yeah. Was definitely necessary. Good timing, I think. Yeah. You, Dave, what do you think of the UK's perception of Christmas is right now? The general sentiment towards it? People's feelings? Well, I, su- I suppose... Um... We've become a multinational society. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to really say what people's views are because people are thinking of different things. To get some to celebrate it also. Yeah. Well, so, so that is that. I mean, most people's perception is, I think the thing that, I've got to talk about a couple of things that probably caused me a problem, yeah. is that people out there actually, it affects their mental health. It's as simple as that because yeah. of the pressures that they've got to, Mm. provide and succeed and and, and they find it difficult to be embarrassed in front of their family and I think that's the wrong thing and and, and I can't understand where we are at this moment in time and I know this is answering your question but when when they they say there's probably something like 300,000 homeless people out there some of them are by their own being but it's not like that, I think we should be addressing that first before we address some of the other things in the the world but that's not anyway, but that's the perception point of view, I think it's the same as ever. It's become very, very commercial, but we're all big enough to sort of see through that and make mm. fun of it, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 to all everybody said there, because I have got a different view, I just feel, yeah, it's very, very commercial. It's lost the meaning, but we're guilty of it because we just got swept along with it with everybody else. We're guilty of it. So it's kind of almost like a routine. Like a, it is a routine. Come on then, take We've gone away one Christmas to get away. We went away, didn't we, many years ago when you were little. From, uh, I think I was like, what, 15? Well, was I little? Oh, you were Tobago. Tobago. How old was I? Mm, I don't think you were 15, but anyway, we did a Christmas in the heat and it was a different kind of Christmas. I didn't feel oh, like I Christmas. Did. I feel like other countries, literally when I was away just now, yeah. there's no feeling of festive. No. There's no festive energy. It's like just a normal... Yeah, but here you just feel, I've noticed, like, quite specifically, that you just feel that general winding down. I feel like that's all relative to where you're born. Like, everyone would feel that in their own country. It's not necessarily about specifically the UK. Yeah, because people do, do celebrate mm. it differently. And other yeah, true. They have a different perception of it. And in the heat, it doesn't seem like Christmas. We expect snow. But then yeah. Australian traditions have a barbecue. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same so with Zealand. Have like a roast dinner. They're like, what? This isn't Christmas. <laughs> They're like, what? We can't go out and bride. There's no king pool. Yeah. We're not playing cricket on the Where's beach. Where the beach what? at? <laughs> Where the beach at? Where am I swimming though? But would you? Did you prefer a Christmas here, uh, like a colder Christmas at home, or did you like the Christmas that we had in Tobago on a beach? I much prefer cold Christmas. Yeah. I think it's just attached to loads of memories and nostalgia. So I think it's really hard to budge and compare to like a hot Christmas where it just feels a bit like foreign. I suppose you could have a Christmas in another country where you weren't cooking, that it's cold and snowy or cold. And yeah, you just, we did that in Sweden. Yeah, yeah, that was equally quite festive. That was festive. It felt, felt really the same. more festive in, in the Scandinavian countries, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They have the yeah. cold and they snow and it feels 
I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I just think, oh, it's nice. It would be nice to go away. I enjoyed the Christmas where we went away and had everything done for us at Buxton Park. Oh, oh that, that was a good. good Christmas. Yeah, I like that. It was, it was, yeah, it wasn't snowy, but everything was done for us. Yeah, that was great. So describe the Buxton Park experience versus a normal at-home Christmas. We didn't have to do anything, hardly. We, you, you, we took you. our presents. We were very relaxed, weren't we? And you had welcome drinks. You were... We were looked after. We had lovely rooms. It took the stress out of it, I guess. It, it took, yeah, it took the cooking stress out of it. When you've done it for years and years and years, it's nice to be looked after. Mm. Well, hurry up and get your places and you can cook There, there, there was one, one thing that sticks out in my mind was a problem with that particular break. Was when we retired back to our room with their Scrabble, and we realised it was six. There was letters. a lot better. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. <laughs> we're like, so how can we play this game? We're like, this is highly annoying, but we still got through. Yeah. But we made a game out of it. Yeah. 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 I feel like Wait, that was nice. Yeah, but you should check her own next time. <laughs> that was good. I would say. Yeah. So I guess along with board games, what like key things, ingredients make up Christmas? Booze. <laughs> okay. Board games, booze. Fizz. Yeah, fizz. Oh, roast dinner, of course. Christmas dinner, turkey. I like um, thick socks. Thick socks. <laughs> I like thick socks. <laughs> yeah, just think, just being cozy and like nice chunky things. Chunky. Livy's going the fashion route. Mum's going the in, <laughs> indulgent consumption so, route. Well, I would have gone for alcohol, but we'd already done that. So. Yeah, true. Um, laughing. I mean, we need to laugh more. I think we all need to laugh more. So to you, the other day, I can't remember last time I had a really big belly laugh. You did. The one Saturday arrived. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. And she was snoring and farting. Oh, good. So, a kitten? First night. First night. Yeah. Snoring and farting, and we couldn't. Animals at Christmas. Good animals. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Thing we never thought would happen, but it has. I would say weather. It just has to be cold and dark. Then everything seems more dark, glitzy. I don't know, for me, Christmas is like long, shorter days, lots more like darkness, and therefore it and, signifies. And candles. Yeah. I just like the crisp feeling in weather. It doesn't need to be dark. I like it to be crisp. You but know, when you go outside, and you're like. And it fills your lungs and it just hits you, that coldness. But even when the sun's shining, I love that as well. Because mm. it was a very strange day today, wasn't it? As in, the sunshine was out, it felt like a, a, a cool spring. And now... We're... Yeah, it did actually. It was like a it really big like bulging cool sun. Like, when I went out just to have a look. Yeah, you like, doing oh. your yoga and we took the cat out. No, I just had a stretch. Just needs to breathe. Just needs to breathe. Alrighty then. Alrighty. Um, so, I need to think of just this next thing. Okay, that's cool. Oh, you do you, and I'll just go around the room. This one's a fictitious question. If you were the god or creator of Christmas, are there is there anything you would change, enforce, or remove? This one first goes to Dave. Could you repeat that? Please? If you were the god or the creator of Christmas, Mum, please can you read quieter? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you're the god or the creator of Christmas, is there anything you would change, remove, or enforce? If you had the power now to change culture of Christmas? No, I've I've always okay. thought that. I mean, it's something that has evolved effectively over a period of time, so we're not quite sure about some of the things that do happen, whether they're pagan or religious or mm. things that do happen. I'd, I'd, I would just like to, because my view on life is, and my religion, this is my personal religion, is it's how you treat other people. Yeah. And it would just be nice that there was an official day where you treat everybody nice, no matter who they are, where... Yeah. And maybe we all join hands and have a laugh. It's as simple as that. You know, that, that would be a nice touch, you know, but mm-hmm. if, if that happens. I know people are not going to their churches as much as they used to, but mm. uh, that, once again, that's people's busy times, etc., etc. I don't think you actually need to go to church to be, uh, or practice your own religion, but mm. it, it, it works that way. And, you know, you, there should be a place that you support which helps other people, and that's what the church probably should be for, is... is 
the people that are not at advantage as we are. Sort of. mm. Yeah, yeah, so a bit more about the humane side of it. You don't, you'd well, like to see more of that because I think that's what it's all about. I mean, it, the story of Christmas is a very humane story, mm. but we just sort of glorify it like a pantomime and don't actually look at the characters and the things that happen. Yeah, but there's lots of things that you can read between the lines for there mm. as well. You know, so go and read the book. Go read the book. Anything no. you would change or enforce? Well, mine kind of piggybacks along that, but I would just like anyone. Everyone do not have to be alone, unless by choice. But like in the bar yesterday that we were in, an mm. old man came in in his little corduroy trousers and a little check jacket. Mm. He went and sat down, had a beer in the corner. I think it was a beer, something like that. And he didn't look that happy. And then I just looked over and smiled at him. And he smiled back at me, and it was just really sweet. But well, you never know. Then he might have chose to go there on his own. Yeah. But people that don't choose to be alone and still have to spend it alone, I wish that that just wasn't the case. Maybe we should like maybe like centers or like an alert. Or something. I mean, there are. So I alert. saw on um, it was either Twitter or Instagram. There is this pub somewhere. I want to say it was in London, and they were like, if anyone is alone this Christmas, come to us. Um, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, how old you are. If you're alone, come to us. You get free Christmas dinner. There's free oh, alcohol, that's whatever you so want. Cool. Yeah, come spend it with us. And they were just putting on all the food for everyone for free. I like this organization. We should do one of those. Yeah. That's really a nice thing to start. So I retweeted it because I was like, it had so many shares and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, the more you put it out there, the more people hopefully see it. They're probably overrun now. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, viral. you know what? Fuck my family. I'm off. <laughs> I'm going to this place. Free grub, free booze, meet no, some strangers. Be alert, so I'm hoping human decency comes in and, and they prioritise the people that actually need, need Yeah, it. rather <laughs> than just people like, you know what? I don't really want to go down to Balkan. I'd rather just go to this pub. Mum. <laughs> <laughs> Mum. Yeah. Are you busy to answer this question, or can you think at the same time as rearranging a cupboard? Or? I'm looking for my Christmas napkin. Oh. I say move on. Move on. Move on. And okay. I, echo, I heard all that, and I agree with all that that was just said. You don't have to have an answer, it's fine, you do you. Well, I probably would say something very similar, but I've got my head in the cupboard. Okay, so what I would enforce, I would probably enforce longer time of work. I feel like the other day I went to um, the doctor's on Christmas Eve, and I was like, why is this still open? Christmas Eve should be mandatory to be off. I feel equally Christmas Day should be mandatory to be off. And I think Boxing Day should. So like things go like start finish too late and start too early. Yeah, but they used to be, I swear they used to be a bit more. Yeah, I mean, hospital within, within reason. But I feel like we could have more time off in general. I think like retail opens too soon. Things aren't necessarily opens too soon. Like, Okay, emergency services, of course, but I think generally people need more time to unplug and more time to just have those three days or 365 days, you know? That's not really that long. And also, I think, like, over the years, it's changed where now things are open longer over Christmas, where they used to just be like, shit, you have to get everything done before the 23rd or something, or 22nd, you know? It's the same as, like, in general, like, Sundays. No one used to be allowed to trade on Sunday. Yeah, and there was, like, you can go to Tesco Express on Sunday. It was like, get everything on Saturday. It used to be, like, holy day. So similarly, that's why I think, like, there needs to be more time just to breathe. That would be my enforcement. Um, okay, so this one's a more of a quick fire one. If you uh, could just. I've got a mom. Which question is this to? I'd enforce okay. not letting your mom hide things away for Christmas that she thinks she's putting in a safe place and she can't find them. So I think I, I need policing. I think, I think you need to have a logbook. I think you need a logbook. You have a logbook, and every time you do put something away, you write in the logbook, as long as you don't lose the logbook. Oh, well, they are. So, okay, I think for about the last two hours, Mum's 
try to search in this house, which isn't, you know, too oh, huge, um, for some Christmas napkins that have gone missing and they need to decorate the table, of course. Um, and this is kind of a common trend where she puts things somewhere and so, no one can find them anywhere, so including like knickers, socks, essentials. Christmas presents you've ordered. Christmas presents I've ordered that have <laughs> been put in kitchen well, cupboards. I'm not putting Christmas... Uh, I'm not putting socks and pants on the Christmas table. I'm putting napkins on the table. I can't make a lily out of socks. I'm not. <laughs> I would challenge you to that. <laughs> can't make a lily out of socks. You can make a lot of things out of a lot of shit. <laughs> well, I'll probably find them for Easter. That's Personally, fine. I'm happy with some kitchen roll on the table. Me too. I, like, I just I put them. I put a nice fold down it. There you go. Okay. Oh, I'll make lilies out of them. There you go, you'll make lilies out of them. We've finished the subjects. Boom. Boom. Mum, let them go. Let them go. Boom. They're ready for 2019, okay? Let it go. Let, let it go. Let, let it go. go. Okay, favourite Christmas song. Can you do it? Driving, Driving home for Christmas. home for Christmas. I can't wait to see the well, I'm this not, sounds atrocious. I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where Mum went. I was singing not the same song, but it started the oh. same. What, what were you singing, Mum? What was that song? Top to tail, top to toe, in tailbacks. That's a driving home for Christmas. Mum was driving home for Christmas. Same yeah. song. I was saying song, different verse. Oh, Chris Ria. Wait to see those faces. Okay, Dave. I got two. Go. I like Merry Christmas Baby by Otis Redding. <gasps> Otis Redding, yeah. Top tune. You should put that on. And I like E17. And I can't remember the name. Baby, that's so random. I just like that song because I, if you look at them and you look at that song, it doesn't match. You know? <laughs> They're so gelled and like weird with denim jackets, yeah. and then it's like lads, lads, lads. But I, I just think it's a nice tune. But... Anything by Michael Bublé. Oh, mum, you're such a sucker for Michael Bublé. Wow. So are half the English mums across the country. Yay. What's yours? Mine is, I think anything Nat King Cole. His Christmas ones, mm-hmm. I always put them on. He just has a such yeah. rich Warming, voice, yeah. 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 And then like, and like oh, this one, chestnuts roasting yeah. on an open fire. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. When oh, he does that, yeah, Mum's remix. <laughs> okay, my quick fire question was: describe your emotional response to Christmas in two or three words. What comes to mind when I go Christmas? Your emotion, but but I kind of did that. I was like love, laughter, and alcohol. Yeah, but they're more nouns. <laughs> they're more nouns. Emotional response. Oh. C- contentment. Joy. And... Don't lie. Safety. Okay, Ma. A little bit of stress. Mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. Warmth. Ooh. That warmed me. Dave. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're you such love, a... Mm, mm, you mm, big fib. I love it. You, you big fib. I do like Christmas. I feel like it's my favourite response ever from Dave. That's cute. But it doesn't. It's fibbing. No, I think it does. You know, you love parts I'm not telling everyone they're lying, Mum. It's not about that. It's not about you. <laughs> it's all about me. Yes. I can make that in mind. I'm going to have Right. Okay. Um, so 2018 was a bit of a shit show. Yeah, Would you all agree? Yeah. yeah. Um, anything really memorable that contributed to the shit show perception from that stuck out to you, Dave? Um, politicians, really, and, 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 and everything that's <laughs> yep. happened over Brexit and, and their inability to deliver something that mm-hmm. everybody agreed with, mm-hmm. whether everybody agrees with it in this room, I don't know, and their, their failure to. to, to to deliver something. In fact, 
They will deliver something, but it won't be what everybody voted for. It's as simple as that, okay. wherever it comes from. But that, that, that has really mucked it up, my faith in, in the government. Yeah, I would say they've contributed to a big part of me just being like, CBA, this country just needs to just get shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is one of those things where it was like chucked out and then people were like, oops, <laughs> what, what do we do? But yeah. Um, so that's your main thing for your perception 2018 being shit show, yeah? Okay, Liv, what was your big, oh my God, 2018 was hard for me? Could be on a personal level, societal level. I've got, well, pop culture level. I've got <laughs> heinous acts of terrorism. Yep, that, that was extreme. Just, this year was awful. Um, the government was the second one and heartbreak was the third one. Oh, honey. <laughs> okay, what was it for me? It was. 2018 was a shit show. Why was it a shit show for me? Um, I feel like speed of life just keeps accelerating every year and I feel like this year it came to blows. So for me, I'd say like, I'm really disappointed in how life's got so quick and people's inability to see through that and just appreciate what's going on underneath it all. Um, But I'm believing in all these surface values and I just realised like if I take a step away from it, actually, you know, like there's so much more. So for me, I was like, leaving the UK and realising there's more to what I used to kind of flow with. Um, yeah, so other people's just general collective opinions on how life should be, for me, was just saddening. So that made me think, actually, I don't think I want to be part of it. Um, uh, Mum? Can I just make a suggestion there? Because I know the things that you want, and it's just of interest, and I can't talk about it now because I haven't read the whole thing. Mm. But the Pope has done his Christmas speech, mm. and if you actually look at the headlines in it, yeah. it's very much the way that you're looking. Whether where it, whether it'll go anywhere, I don't know, but mm. I think we should, we're all going to listen to it at some point in this house. Yeah, I'd definitely give it a listen. Anything that is thought-provoking, I'm open to, for sure. Okay, so Mum, I asked these guys, 2018 was a bit of a shit show year, and I asked them what was the main thing that contributed to that, in your opinion. Dave had his stance, Olivia had hers from different, whether it be societal, pop cultural, news, personal. I went from a personal standpoint, how about you? Yeah, a bit of both, as in um, politics has absolutely messed up everything. Everybody's worried about the future. Um, Yeah, the future is a big, there's a big, like, Emphasis on future rather than now. Things things have changed. Yeah, yeah. things are changing exactly like you said, far too quickly. And for when you're older, it's if if it seems quick to you, how do you think it feels to us? It's like everything just changes. Not just technology, but everybody's perception. I think this year for us as well as a family has had lots and lots of changes. But Mm. there's been a lot of ill health this year for us as well. Yeah. And a lot of very unfortunate incidents have happened this year too. Mainly you two, but you know we've we've had a little bit, but mainly you two. And um, they just seems everything's just lost. It's just lost. I think everything's just lost. Everybody's losing their way. We don't see anything beyond our own front doors half the time. Mm. And when we do, we we can't really change an awful lot, no matter how much we try. You just swept along with it all. So yeah, I think there's. My mum often used to say to me, you know, the simpler things are the best, and they are, they are. Um, but but. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, that's that's it for me. So I get lost in emotion if I carry on. So yeah, I mean. Can I just add to something from your one there? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, go on. No, 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 I just want to add. You think, but just the, one, of, one of the things, and this, this, this is parents talking now, this is Dave and Linda, or Dave speaking, <laughs> but it's us. Dave and Linda. Well, one, one of the things that really bugged me this year was 
and I know it's difficult to quantify who are friends and who are acquaintances, yeah. but some folks who we deemed as being our friends, in fact, they were neighbours, mm. let us down big time. Mm. And that's really knocked me for six, really. Let, because it, let us down is, is, a, is not even, a, it's more than that, isn't yeah. it? You know, like actively putting the energy into yeah. making someone's life less, life less good. Yeah. 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 It causes a lot of grief and then somebody that, yeah, I never forgot about that, it causes a lot of grief. You know, it's one thing about cutting people off or like falling out and there's another thing about actively yeah. going out to make someone's life difficult and that's where... Yeah, it's a shame and you can never understand it and I think that's a big part of where you get really disappointed in people because you put your faith and you invest in them thinking they are who they are and then suddenly they just turn around on you and like... Phew. I always say that people will never fail to surprise you. Because people don't react the same as you. People don't react the way we think they should react because we would react like but that. We've, but we've had other ones about friends that have excelled, have actually gone Being absolutely I would say an so. extra mile on, mm, on various yeah, things, supporting us in one way or another. Yeah. And then, you you know, you, t you put the the F word there, but friends, you know, against it. They are true friends. I, so I don't, I, in, in all honesty, you can only count... You've only probably, if you've got 10, what you're going to deem as friends, everybody's very lucky. We she all have a lot of acquaintances. But so, but somebody, I would say five for me would be like, yeah, five. people I can like, really rely on yeah. five. Ten, yeah, if you want to, they've got like some other things you want to do with them when maybe you're not fully in your like honest mode. But five pure honest mode would be like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah they usually say you can, if you can count, you can count on one hand, you're really true people who will be there for you at any given time if you needed them to be. The rest are acquaintances. But if you can count more than that, then yeah, you are extremely fortunate. Yeah. Okay, so one thing you're grateful for this Christmas. One thing you're grateful for. Anyone want to go first? If you have an answer, put your uh, hand up. Mine is, well, like in general, support. This is the one word because I feel like I've had a lot of that from family and friends and it was necessary. Support. That's yeah. really strong. I like that. Um, still be well this year it's the first year for a long time that none of us have been really ill so I'm grateful that, <laughs> I'm grateful true. that we can actually enjoy it all together without being ill one of us in bed suffering so it's yeah true. we usually take our turns don't we yeah, yeah. We yeah. yeah. And this year this is the first time we've for a long time that not one of us has been ill so yeah I'm grateful that we can good health yeah good yeah. Health. all around yeah yeah within the family I hear what Olivia says I've got to agree with that yeah. as well because I've had lots of support because I've been a bit low this year, but, uh, you know, everybody's risen to it sort of thing. Mm. And it makes me very happy. A bit Yay. tearful, but happy as well. That's good. Happy tears. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, it's been a bit of a shit show. <laughs> it has. On all counts. Mm -hmm. Your turn, miss. I would say consistency. Every time I find I come back for Christmas, I always feel that same sense of glowing yeah. inside I, nothing changes and I think for me it's so important when you come back to a home and a family even though we've all changed dramatically through different things going on personally we always seem to just come back and it's like easy like organic and consistent each year and it's really nice to have that base that isn't like you come back and you're like oh god that feels a bit weird anymore like it feels yeah. weird now but it's not with us and I love that and that's why I'm year. super grateful but I still because felt it was tough but at the same time there was that undercurrent of like it feels the same under all the stuff we're feeling on the surface, which yeah. is like things change, which makes you feel away. But underneath it all, I just yeah. felt yeah. there's always that consistent base. No matter what goes on, someone's always going to be there for you. You're never going to be like made to feel an outcast. You're never going to be like made to feel weird. But yeah, it was consistency for me. That, is, yeah. I'm grateful for that every Christmas time. No, that's what family is. Mm. But it was difficult last year for us all because we moved to a new home and it was like, we hadn't even found our feet, let alone you guys. Mm. Change of English. 
Yeah. Changes, changes, changes. I hate change. So. I quite like change, but um, yeah, I, only because you learn you learn stuff about yourself. That's why I like change. Uh, okay, so on a lighter note, does anyone have any good Christmas jokes? Yeah, so far, yeah, baby. Christmas jokes, hit oh, me. Oh, I'm say good, define good. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that isn't going to make us cry? Yeah. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah, the... jokes aren't really supposed to make you cry, I hope. <laughs> Anything that just like sends it up there. Or a fun Christmas fact or a fun Christmas story from one year. Anyone got anything that's like lol lol lol? lol? <laughs> just a general lol. <laughs> lol, lol, lol. A general lol. Uh, yeah, anything fun? Well, I, I suppose for all of us, but no one said that yet, we had this cat coming into our life. What kitten? Yeah, the kitten was, has been a bunch, a bunch of fun. Big source of entertainment, I would say. Yeah. I can't think of any Christmas jokes because we haven't opened the crackers yet. Any stories from your past that you're like, lol, oh yeah, my god. Yeah, well, that wasn't fun though. I've got a fun that wasn't No, fun. I don't want a morbid. We've done a morbid. Let's go uplifting. The joy. Okay, no one? Cool. Well, there's lots of joy, <laughs> but I can't think of a joke. Okay, no jokes. That's fine. I thought, I thought Mickey Flanagan was very fun. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's called like, is it stepping out or I am what I am? Or? No, is that uh, And another thing. Oh, and, and another, another thing. thing. Mickey Flanagan and another thing we watched the other day on telly and it was, whoo, pucker. Go go check it. But his Christmas one was weird. Oh, yeah, the Christmas show where he was like sitting in loads of graphics. Like really bad green screen. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he made use of the green screen in a yeah, shit way. I like the fact that you two are going to choose something on telly. We always try and choose, let's all watch this. And then within seconds, one of you saying, this is crap, and the other one's asleep. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, even though you chose it. <laughs> that makes us laugh. I only agree to keep the peace. Yeah, you do. Okay, well, so... We've got, we've all got very different tastes, haven't we? Well, yeah, I think that's family, isn't it? And I think it's going to be fun because we're going to see our neighbours have a drink. They're fun. <gasps> yeah, our neighbours are also big pissers, and I love it. Oh, yeah. And kittens when I meet dogs. And, oh, and yeah. our kid's going to meet the dog. Oh, they've sent us a video. Okay, actually. that's cool. Um, 2019, anything anyone's looking forward to or optimistic about or want to change or really, like, geared up for? Give me a big push of energy for something, anyone. Getting paid on my invoices that are overdue. Woo! Here's <laughs> to getting paid for your own. Woo! <laughs> um, having a chef and a cleaner. Ooh, where's this budget coming from? It ain't. Cool, well, that seems realistic. Dave? Um, I just I just want us to all be able to improve our lot as such yeah. because we're on various yeah. issues, on health. Yeah. That's both physical and mental and things like that. I mean, I, I, won't, I won't dwell too much on that one, but it does exist. And, uh, yeah, just, just really getting through it. Through it and the, the, the government hopefully sort something out and we can all get back to our day jobs because I think it's, it's not affecting us and we think about it but I think it's affecting the whole nation and I think if it goes on to be honest with you I think there'll be anarchy you know <laughs> yeah. I can't move on so we're looking forward to what looking forward yeah. to next Christmas <laughs> <laughs> woof, woof. summer for me looking summer. forward to more barbecues in the summer now we've got a... did you barbecue in the summer much? not much this year why? you had a really good summer well actually we did we did we did barbecue but not as much as we said we were going to but having, I like having more with you guys in general though. Was great, though. Yeah. yeah it's birthday surprise party having more, par- having more barbecues and get togethers with neighbours this year definitely yeah, I'm down for you doing down. that much more barbieing and simple simple 
simple, simple pleasures. Simple, pleasures, that's the word. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to 2019. Oh, shedding everything that um, I clung on to this year. I like. I feel like January, even though it's cliche, is like a good one to just pull the plug and be like, woo, everything's starting afresh. I'm probably going to drink less, and I'm quite excited by that, just because I feel so good when I don't drink. And this end of year has been in- insane in terms of like, giving in to what I want to do which is drink so I'm going to try and be a bit more strict with myself what else am I looking forward to um change changing locations again I want to see what else the world has to offer so yeah I think I'm looking forward to that and I feel like this year was a big year from for me in terms of grasping self-love um I focus a lot more on putting my energy into that than I have in previous years which have kind of all had different themes in terms of my personal development so um this year I feel like I've solidified self-love strategies which sounds very like woo-woo Terry Terry all that jazz like um personal speakers who push this down your throat but on a personal level I, I do this quite generally just making sure I can apply those so that I actually believe them myself rather than like studying them so yeah Applying self-love to my life in general a bit more. Um, So I feel like that was Christmas episode. Anyone else got anything to add? Any farewell messages? Anything you want to add? Excitement about Christmas dinner? Just uh, enjoy yourselves. And have a laugh. Enjoy yourself, have a laugh. That sounds pretty good. I'll do that right now. Open the Prosecco. Dave, any last words? Yeah, to anybody who's listening to this at some point, I just wish them the best. Wish them the best of health. And I hope maybe some of the things that we spoke about help you in your way forward as well. Ooh, that's really nice. Mum, anything to add? A farewell message, advice, anything from Christmas you want people to take away? Just a sign off. Just try not let the small things bog you down because they're the ones that cause you the most grief. Mm. You can usually rise to big challenges and get through it, but it's the small, silly things that mount up and get us all down. So try and have some... uh, headspace for yourself and try and clear out that rubbish that sits in there most of the time just try and love the things and enjoy the things around you that are simple yes clear the clear the rubbish out thank you thanks everyone happy christmas all happy christmas here's to a good 2019 bye Bye from the blanks and gold we're gonna get very pissed now and drink more gin drink more gin Bye. Bye. bye Thanks so much for listening guys check out my blog at brandmindbody.blogspot.com for more of my adventures also on instagram at a underscore blanks and same for twitter that's b-l-a-n-x don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave me a lovely review lots of love